What the fuck is up? How the fuck are you? How's your life going? How do you feel about the direction right now? Like, what's going on with you in a day, in a week, in a month? Are you, uh, I don't know, are you in touch? Are you being real with yourself? You know? How's your job going? You know? You like that job? You want to keep doing that job? Is that what you want out of life? What are your what are your six month plans? What are your two year plans? What are your five year plans? What are your ten year plans? What are you gonna do if you don't reach those plans? You're gonna be unhappy? You're gonna be dissatisfied? Texas abortion. I think that I actually have a logically consistent view on abortion and uh my body, my choice. I, I truly do. Like I think most Republicans agree with my body, my choice on vaccines. And I think like almost all Democrats agree with my body, my choice on abortion. But I agree with both. To me, like my body, my choice. It's not hypocritical for me to say that, I don't think, you know, like if you want or don't want a vaccine, that should be your right. It's your body, your choice. And if you want to kill your kid, your body, your choice, you know, do what you want. Okay, I feel like that's fair. Like that, my body, my choice actually works. You know, like the people who, <laughs> like the people who say, "Nah, nah, it's different. Vaccines are different, or abortion is different. Like vaccines that, like, COVID actually kills other people, bro. Oh, you think only COVID kills other people? I don't know if you know how abortion works, but it literally, by definition, kills another." Potential person. <laughs> I like how people are like, hey, abortion is reproductive health care, okay? Abortion is just health care, and what's inside of me is just a clump of cells. Hey, you're a clump of cells, okay? What are we talking about? Every human that was ever born, that's ever existed, was a clump of cells. Was at one point a fucking sperm and an egg. And then more, then more, then more. But I feel like I feel like there is a through line. I feel like my body, my choice actually does work for both groups if they just accept, you know, the implications of that philosophy. Like, yeah, both both claim to love it. I don't know. You really believe it? Like, again, if you're a Republican, then who gives a fuck? You know? Who cares if somebody kills their kid? Whatever. You know? They're probably a retard anyway. Their baby's going to be a retard. Dumb fuck. Better off death, right? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, to a liberal, you know? Uh, Democrat. Yeah. Who cares if somebody gets vaxxed? Stop trying to fucking control everything. I feel like there's a libertarian streak that you can find in in both the abortion and vax cases. Like, shut up. Do what you want. Take the vax. Don't take the vax. Don't kill your kid. Kill your kid. I don't care, man. I don't give a fuck. Stop trying to force me to do shit, you know? 
Like, stop trying to force me to have sex with, you know, adult women. <laughs> you know? It's not fair, bro. It's not fair. I want a lot of children. I feel like if there's one evolutionary underpinning of all species, like from an amoeba to a beetle to a rat to a dog to a cat to a wolf to a hippo to an elephant, isn't it kind of crazy that like the the thing that underpins like all of that is just this desire to procreate this 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 intrinsic value of the future we uh it's interesting that nature like regardless of of the species that we're talking about it just wants to make more of itself you know like it just wants to continue itself it's kind of interesting what the fuck are we going towards you know where what are we building towards it's like worms have the same desires at a level that we have you know they uh, they care about their worm genetics they care about getting in that worm pussy bro <laughs> getting in that worm pussy making fucking worm children yeah man i uh i want to have kids man i do i do i want like i want to i want a couple hundred children man like where marriage goes in our society you know like what is marriage 20 years from now what is marriage 10 years from now you know like when we're all living the metaverse (laughs) yo the metaverse is gonna be you gotta know that it's coming okay and there's no avoiding it okay you will enter the metaverse it's it's matrix shit but it's like kids are already in it like kids playing oculus and shit like they're already like oh yeah these like these video games these immersive video games are better than the non-immersive it's only a matter of time until humans or adult humans are also in the metaverse just playing games and shit and then it's like personal training then it's community and then it's like but it's interesting, you know, the idea of the metaverse. Because at, at first glance, you go, why would I choose? Why would I choose, like, a simulation over reality? But it's like, I mean, there's, of course, the, the philosophical question, like, what is reality, you know? Like, when you have dreams, and you're like, balls deep in a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a wet dream, you know? It feels pretty real, okay? I have had dreams where my brain convinced me that I was I was in there. I was inside my dream and I knew nothing of nothing of an outside world. I didn't even know it was possible. I mean, last night I had a dream where I I somehow lived in Austin. I mean, I am moving to Austin, so that's that's plausible. But uh, I lived in this part of town where, like, somehow I was like a, I was like a, like a waiter. But it was like a really influential part of town, and like Drake passed by every day. And then, like, one of the hookers that fucked Drake, I ended up with. She was like telling me pillow talking all about Drake, 
his tiny penis and uh, how he controls the weather and the news. And, uh, <laughs> and it was just interesting because it's like, yo, what the fuck is a dream? Hey, hey, what the fuck is a dream? How does your brain take, how does your brain take you and put you in a little box, like a, a little, like a VR box, like your dream world, and then decrease your ability to like, yeah, like decrease your skepticism, decrease your ability to like, uh, you know, like just rationalize. I mean, I guess it increases your ability to rationalize your environment, but it's like it, it decreases your rational thinking to the point where last night I was just living in Austin and I was like passing Drake on a nightly basis and like fucking the hooker that used to fuck Drake. <laughs> and somehow like in my mind last night, I was like, yeah, this is my life. You know, <laughs> I live in Austin. I do comedy and I occasionally fuck Drake's ex hooker. And like, I was just dreaming that at like 12 7 PM. <laughs> And like at, at like twelve oh seven p.m., I was certain that that was my reality. And then twelve oh eight, like I fucking woke up. And I was like, oh, this is my life. But isn't it a crazy thing that like your brain creates an abstraction of you, and then puts you inside a virtual reality world? Like the metaverse sounds crazy because it's like other people are creating it and they want to put you in it. But how fucking crazy is it that like, bro, you got a metaverse? inside your brain you got a metaverse inside dude uh who's the girl that i fucked last night in my dream <laughs> what's going on who are those people what's it's like we live in the craziest virtual reality we could even imagine on like a night by night basis so at a level the metaverse you know bring it on baby but, uh, yeah, man, like, obviously, of course, like, what if this whole life is a dream world, bro? <laughs> Where the fuck are we going to wake up to, huh? What are we doing, okay? Allah talks about 72 virgins. Hey, that's not enough. 72 virgins? That'll last me 72 hours, okay? What am I supposed to do after day three of fucking virgins, okay? I need more. <laughs> nah, everybody who's religious is... I don't know, man. I see it. Like, it's fascinating to me that around the world, in every corner of the world, you can see religion, whatever it is. You know, Allah, uh, God, Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh, Yahweh, yeah. Uh, Hindu, Buddhism, whatever the fuck. Uh, it's just interesting, man. Like, we just live this... We live this life of... Absolute mystery. Where the fuck are we going? We got no idea. We got no idea. So you should connect with what's real, you dumb fuck. <laughs> connect with what's real. I, bro, OJ. OJ? Good guy. <laughs> have you ever seen ex machina imagine a sex bot that's always positive that always wants to suck your cock that always wants to take it up your ass 
Imagine that, my friend. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting thing to see, like men and women both respond to sex bots because, like, obviously guys are gonna have sex bots first, and they're we're just gonna fuck them, rape them, and stuff. But what are women gonna use? You know, robots for like it's it's gonna be companion bots. You know, <laughs> they're gonna be cuddle bots. This is like a uh, super, super soft-spoken guy. He's just like always down to like make you dinner and cuddle and be like, so tell me, tell me about your day. I don't want to say a word. Just, just tell me about your day. Tell me what's going on with you. <laughs> it's interesting to think about, uh, you know, as we become like increasingly you know, technological, like, As we live more and our more more and more of our lives digitally, like what are what are the trade offs? What are we willing to give for a digital life? Like there's a like the philosophy experiment of going to simulation, live your best life, or stay in reality and live a life of suffering or whatever. Like you know, live I would say a life of pain, but a beautiful life, a reality based, actual human life versus like ready player one shit you know like how many people would choose how many people would choose to stay out of the metaverse how many people would go into the metaverse like have you ever seen elysium originally eminem then matt damon as the uh the poor white guy on earth but like all the rich people lived up in the sky all the rich people lived up in the sky in elysium and like a fake earth and then like all the poor Dumbass humans live like back on Earth, and uh, like yo, what if the metaverse, what if the metaverse starts as just like yeah, optional, like opt in, yeah, you do it for like fitness, you do it for you know like seeing your friends and family, you see it, you know, you do use it for like going to concerts and shit like around the world that you can otherwise access. But what if there comes a time when like the metaverse is uh. You could see like with self like self driving cars versus human driven cars. You could see a point. You could imagine a point where the like, government is like, it's too much of a burden. It's too dangerous for humans to drive cars. Like it's not worth it. They're too. They're, they're just killing too many people. Like you know, the robots are whatever ten times, fifty times, hundred times better. So it's kind of interesting. Like in the metaverse, like in the metaverse, assuming that a lot of people opt into it. Cause I think they will, you know, it's not, it's not just gaming. It's like, what if you could rather than FaceTime your, you know, sibling or your mom for an hour, what if you could obviously like, rather than just look at her in a little box for an hour, what if you could actually go spend, spend the night with her in her place? Like how many people are going to choose Earth reality over metaverse reality, I guess, is what, I'm, is what I'm talking about. And it's interesting as well, like, who controls the metaverse? Who controls this shit? Like, is the government going to force us to live the metaverse? Will there be a time where, like, the metaverse is, like, uh, in Elysium? Like, it's like the Earth where, like, the normal people are, are, like, required to live in the metaverse? Because, like, think about all the dangers of the real world. In the real world, you can get COVID. You can get carjacked. You can get raped. You can get robbed. You can get murdered. 
you know, there's so many risks in the normal world. In the metaverse, bro, you're fucking safe, bro. Get shot in the fucking head. Respawn. Respawn. GTA. Kill a hooker. Go on a fucking rampage through the city. Billions of dollars of damage. Four stars. Crash a fucking F-16 into the World Trade Center. Respawn. Start over. <laughs> it's, uh... Like, it's hard to, like it depends on how immersive it gets, obviously. Like, how immersive does VR get? But how many people, you know, given a choice of, like, a, a VR life that's, that's not perfect, but it's, 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 like, guaranteed great. Because, like, whatever you want to be, like, what do you want to be? An author, a NASCAR driver, a fucking politician, a fucking, you know orthopedic surgeon like whatever you want to be the metaverse can like it doesn't just deliver it to you you know right away like it can create a game where you strive and like where it's like a fair amount of striving and like hard you know like obstacles but like it's enough it's manageable and you like get to where you want to go but like it's not without some struggle so like what if you like this idea that you live your perfect life instantly in metaverse, I don't think that's how it will be. Like, I think it will still be, like, in some way, still, like, iterative. Still, like, choose your own adventure and you can, like, it, oh, if you want to go down this path, go down that path. But keep working at it and, like, you will find great success. Maybe, like, programmatic great success. But it's not, like, that raw, real shit, you know? I don't know, man. Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know, man. I feel like she's an example of the best of us, you know? Like if an alien came down to our society, came down to our world, I feel like if we put Caitlyn Jenner up, they would understand what humans can do, you know? Like she was peak male greatness, Olympic, you know, athletic excellence. And then she became one of the, you know, uh, he at the time, you know, no disrespect to Caitlyn, but uh, Bruce became one of the biggest, you know, reality TV stars of all time. <laughs> He's, he was, he was an extraordinary figure. I always loved the way that he held at those, you know, reality TV hours, his family. But I, yeah, he spent enough time with them and he was like, you know, like, I want a pussy. I want to get fucked. I want to get fucked by a black guy. <laughs> you can only spend so much time with Chloe and Kim and Courtney before you go. You know, what does it feel like to have a black guy fuck my ass? Or pussy or whatever. I Bro, Ray J and Kim Kardashian is the first sex tape I ever watched. I remember specifically uh, Pat, my friend. He showed me the Kim Kardashian tape, and uh, I think I've I think I've come to that a hundred times. If you have not, if somehow you have not seen the Kim Kardashian sex tape, stop right now. Go to Pornhub. Check it out. I I mean I think she taught a generation of people, like prison style, you know, like like prison style. Guy on top, girl on the bottom, flat, 
but then like her knees are at a little bit of an angle so her ass is like six inches off like the the bed like maybe a pillow underneath her hips but like ray j first of all he's got a cock okay okay ray j Mm, he's got a piece on it so respect that absolutely first of all Ray J was a great artist. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. And he was, he, he, he busted Kim K open. But yeah, I, I love to watch Kardashian suck his dick. And uh, to see him just, yeah, fuck her a couple different ways. But it's interesting that, you know, from Ray J to Kanye, Pete Davidson, it's like, I don't know. Pete Davis's got a piece on him. He's got a hog on him, so I like that. But I don't know. She's a family of sluts, you know. Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott. <laughs> Travis Scott. How about the fact that uh that Astro World was more deadly than the insurrection of January sixth? How about that? You know? What did the fucking Astro World kill? Eight kids? Eight people. The insurrection killed six. And like four of the people killed in the insurrection were like old dudes that had heart attacks. All right, first of all, let's get some fucking shit straight on the insurrection. <laughs> 72 million people voted for Trump. Mm, myself included. 72, whatever. And then 100,000 showed up to like Washington. Stop the steal, whatever. So out of 72 million, 100,000 showed up to D.C. And then out of the 100,000 that were in D.C., like 400 stormed the Capitol. And they didn't really storm the Capitol as much as they, I guess, you know, jumped over barriers and walked through open doors, you know. But, like, of the six, five, six people that died at the Capitol, it was, like, four of them were protesters or invaders. And, like, one of them was a cop. That was tragic, obviously. I don't want cops to die ever. It's, like, one tragic death. And then, like, that Ashley Babbitt chick who just got shot in the throat for (laughs) trying to climb into the, the chamber. Bro, when Ashley Babbitt got shot in the throat and fucking murdered right on the fucking floor, I've never seen more liberals be like, yep, law and order. Law, that's what you get. That's what you get. You break the law, you get consequences. It was kind of nice, actually. I'd never seen liberals so pro-cop, so pro-justice, so pro-lethal justice. With Ashley, you know, as they were with Ashley Babbitt. But, like, legitimately, she's not tragic. Like, that's not a tragic death. Like, yeah, if you're her family, obviously, it's sad and tragic. But the truth is, is that she's a dumb fuck who went to the Capitol and tried to literally climb the barriers to Congress and get inside. That's how you get shot. It's the same rule set for any American. If you go to the if you go to Congress and they're in session and you try to break into their session, you're gonna get shot. 
so yeah, the cop died. That's one tragic death. Maybe like two or three cops committed suicide after that. But uh don't be such a fucking faggot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't kill yourself because that's what fags do, right? I mean, I'm sorry if your mom or your dad or your friend killed themselves, but obviously they're retarded and weak. Sorry. But uh, that's the truth. Yeah, so we lost one good, innocent, innocent person. We lost a cop in January 6th. Yeah, it's not good. I didn't like it. Dude, they got into Nancy Pelosi's office. They took pictures at her desk. Okay, they were smiling. Oh, oh, fucking feet up on the desk. Oh. It was like a bunch of fucking students that stormed the teacher lounge. Okay, that's what the January 6th insurrection was. It was some fucking, some fucking, the, the 0.1% of Trump supporters that, that wanted some sort of moment or some sort of fucking, like they thought they were some part of some sort of militia. They're like, for 99.9%, 99.99% of Trump supporters didn't storm the Capitol and didn't want to, okay? Like, I'm trans age, you know? You know, gender is a construct. It does not exist. Penises and vaginas do not exist. If you actually look at your own genitals, you will realize that they're not a penis or vagina. They're completely malleable. Your genitals are whatever you want. Your gender is whatever you want it to be. That's just a fact. Sex is a construct. It does not exist. Sex doesn't exist. Genitals don't exist. Gender doesn't exist. I completely agree. It's all fabricated. Um, and I think age is a construct, too. You know, So that's why I recently enrolled as a sixth grader at Andover Elementary School. Hell yeah. Because, you know... <laughs> I just feel that. I feel like I'm seven years old. I'm between seven and 12 years old. And I I want to connect with people that I identify as connecting with. So your idea of age is exclusive, okay? Your idea of age is restrictive and bigoted, okay? Like your idea of a male is extremely offensive. Like, oh, males need dicks. Oh, yeah, I'm a big man with my balls and my dick. All right? No, okay? Men have vaginas. Get it through your head, okay? Men have periods. Clink. <laughs> and guess what? Sex is a construct. Age is a construct, okay? I'm currently dating. An 11-year-old. And it's not wrong. And you can't tell me it's wrong. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> she is trans race. And I get that. I get that. I get transgender. I get trans race. And I get trans age. I personally identify as a 9-year-old black lesbian. And you can't tell me I'm not that. <laughs> and I have had more. I would argue I've had more you know, friction and obstacles in this, in this country than anyone. And who are you to tell me who I am? I don't know, man. You don't get to play that game.
I'm a young lesbian woman. <laughs> Dude, I would have. Imagine actually being Anne Frank. Imagine how crazy it would be to like live that quietly with the Jews underneath you. Or, I mean, the Nazis underneath you. This Jews really with you. Like, imagine, like, have you seen Inglorious Bastards? Where they, like, the opening scene is them, like, uh, is, like, Christoph Waltz, like, hunting down that Jewish family, bro. You know how funny it would be to be, like, a Nazi hunter? Like, not in any way connected to the genocide or the atrocities committed by the Germans. I'm not speaking about that. I'm just talking purely from a recreational hide-and-go-seek perspective. (laughs) Imagine how fun it would be. To look for Jews in the attic, in the basement, in the cornfield, in the shed. Where are those Yudin? Where are those Yudin? Oh, you live with two, three fucking generations of families? First of all, the Italians do that, okay? So it's not only Indian or Asian families that live with multiple generations, the Italians do it as well. So, ooh, you're not the only family oriented culture, okay? So are we. But look what happened in COVID. 8% death rate. All those people that lived together with a grandma killed their grandma. So the question is, is do you want to live with your grandma and kill your grandma? Or do you want to live alone and not kill your grandma? Those are your options, as we learned. (laughs) So I very benevolently choose to not kill my grandma by not spending time with her. Yeah. I, I take the moral high ground. I never call, text, or visit my grandma because I don't want to infect her with COVID. And I know, yes, the data says it can only be spread in person, but I don't know. Are you sure that COVID can't be spread over the phone? Are you sure? I don't know. Omicron variant. Variant. (laughs) I heard Omicron could be spread over FaceTime. That's what I heard. That's all that I heard. I don't know. (laughs) My mom was talking about, like, her boyfriend was like, Looking at this young girl, I was like, "Oh yeah, she's a cutie. Like she's, she's a, a cute little piece." My mom was like, "Ugh." And if only you knew that that girl would look at you with complete disgust, she would be repulsed by this older man looking at her. And like, how adorable is it that a woman thinks we care about? How a girl feels about our attraction. Hey, we don't care. We want to come on her face. (laughs) We don't care if she wants us to. We don't care at all. We want to not. We want to use her body as a sex pod and finish in her ass. <laughs> I feel like women are so naive about like the grossness and perversion of men. Like they they fall for it, you know. And like I think that men fall for like the coolness of women. Like that first month or two that you're with women, and like like the first couple months, like men are pretending that they're not like disgusting perverts. And women are pretending that they're like not neurotic, anxious psychos. (laughs) All of your positive emotions, neutral emotions, negative emotions are your problem. Your entire life is your problem. 
No one's to blame. You can blame people. You know, you'll suffer your entire life trying to find some some solution outside of yourself. But the truth is, is every single thing in your life right now, you're responsible for. Doesn't mean you caused it necessarily. You know, someone could have broken your leg three months ago, and now you are healing your leg, and you got a broken leg. But guess what? Who gives a fuck that they broke your leg? The point is, is you have a broken leg, and you need to fix it. What are you gonna do? Lay on the side of the fucking road and go? Somebody broke my leg. I'm mad. Who no? Shut up. Deal with it. Even if the broken leg was completely caused by another entity, now that it has interfered with your life and broke your leg, now it's your problem. You have no problems, though, actually. The truth is, is you have situations. You feel like you have problems. It serves your identity to feel like People are doing you wrong. Your mother did this to you. Your dad did this to you. Teacher did this to you. Your last boyfriend or girlfriend did this to you. Oh. Nobody cares. The only way out is radical personal responsibility. The only way out is through your own actions. Any situation. You can change it. You can accept it. You can leave it. And beyond those touch points of action, again, change it, yes. You change it, change it. But if you can accept it and you don't want to change it, accept it. And if you can't change it or accept it, then leave it. But if you can't change it or leave it, shut the fuck up and accept it. Everybody has trauma. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse for maladaptive behavior. It's not an excuse for being a bad person. It's not an excuse for taking out your trauma on the world. There's no excuses for any negative behavior. You're 100% responsible for your actions, whether you admit it or not. No longer that you defer pretend that you're not long you'll suffer so at a level you reap exactly what you sow if you're a narcissist you treat people horribly friends family coworkers, and you you get you will get exactly what you deserve you mistreat people they will mistreat you it's very simple Nobody gives a fuck what happened to you. How are you dealing with it in the present moment? Have you accepted your past? Have you radically accepted your desires, your deepest fears, desires, thoughts, fantasies? Who are you blaming? Who are you blaming for the position you're in right now? You resent. Fix that. There's no one to blame. Everything external is external. And should be kept that way. The only thing you have 
is your internal well-being. Your internal cup. And that cup is, that cup should be full. No one should be able to take a drop from that fucking cup, man. You can't take a drop from my cup. You can insult me. You can call me a fucking idiot. Hell, you can even call me straight. (laughs) But you can't take a single moment of peace from me. Because that's mine, baby. You can't fucking touch that, dumb fucks. Uh, I love you all. I hope you all take responsibility for your life and stop looking for excuses to suffer. There's no excuse to suffer. Your life will end any day. Okay? Every moment is a miracle. (laughs) And every moment you tell yourself it's not, you're choosing your suffering. You deserve it. Your life is an absolute miracle, whether you admit it or not. You have no idea. An average man creates 500 billion sperm cells. Enough to supposedly, on a numerical basis, create four times the humans that have ever lived. Because again, 100 billion humans, 125 billion humans that have ever lived. So your chances, just in the sense of the your dad's sperm, and you know that your dad cream pied your mom, right? You know that. You know your mom's a dirty little fucking slut that was fucking begging for your dad to come inside. You know your mom was like, oh, fucking come in there. Oh, finish it. Oh, finish inside. You know your mom likes to feel that fucking warm life goo that's fucking dripping around her fucking candy walls. You know your mom's a slut, right? Nah, she's not a slut. She's a fucking procreator, bro. She's a procreator for Jesus Christ. Nah, your mom loves cream pies. It, just know, you are a walking cream pie. Your dad fucked your mom so good. So right. He lodged that cum so deep up in. That you crawled out. That's one in 500 billion chance on your dad's side. But when you combine that sperm cell with that egg cell from your fucking mom, bro, you're one in trillions. I love this quote so much, so fuck you. I will end on this quote. Life is a lottery. We've already won. Gratitude is riches. Complaint is poverty. <laughs>